Welcome to How Do You Write? I'm your host, Rachel Heron. On this podcast, I talk to authors about how they write, what their process is, and how their lives fit together. I'll keep each episode short so you can get back to writing. Well, hello, writers. Welcome to episode number 53 of How Do You Write? I'm your host, Rachel Heron. Uh, this is my co-host, Dozy. If you're watching the video, she would like to be in the picture. Um, and I'm so glad that you're here. This has been a really, really fun week, and I want to tell you all about it. Um, it has been my birthday week, number one, which is why this podcast is a little bit late, uh, because yesterday was my birthday and I didn't feel like uploading this. And that's what you get to do on your birthday is you get to screw off in the manner you choose, uh, which for me was doing a little bit of work, having lunch with some friends, going to a great dinner with my wife and just kind of mooching about the house as I try to get back in the swing of things. Um, I'm returning from a week in Canada in Prince Edward Island. Um, and it was a real wish and dream come true. I went to see the birthplace of Lucy Maud Montgomery, who wrote the Anne of Green Gables books. I just sent an email out to, um, the writer's email list. If you're not on it, you should get on it about what Anne of Green Gables meant to me. She is not some scrappy, loudmouthed orphan. Uh, she was a woman. She was a fictional woman that, um, Ellen Montgomery made up and took through many, many, many books, a fictional woman who lived with great passion, whose deepest desire was to be a writer. And because of those books and because of that fictional character, truly it is in great part why I am a writer today. So paying that homage to her, um, the author and to Anne herself by going to Prince Edward Island with my sisters who are both writers, uh, was one of the best things, best trips I've ever had, probably, um, right up there in the tip top. We weren't there for long, just, um, a total of three days with some, a day on the, uh, on either end for travel. Uh, but it was really kind of transformative. It brought my feet back to the ground in a way. Um, and I remember exactly why I do this gig, why I do this job, what I love about it. Uh, it was really, really magical, but I'm glad to be home. I'm glad to be back in the office. I am glad to be 45 years old. Yeah, I figure I intend to have a long life. So if I'm 45 now, I figure I've run out half of my time or so. Let's, let's aim for 90. Uh, and those first 25 years, they were kind of balls. You know what I mean? Uh, I was dumb. I was young. I was a kid. Those first 15 years just run together. Uh, I didn't even start to do what I wanted to do or get smart at all until I was about 25, 26. I'm only 45. Um, I, I feel like it's a great age. I feel really good in my body. Um, I feel so happy about what I'm doing. Time is absolutely flying past, as I've mentioned before, because when you get to do what you want to do, the days zoom by. And I'm so grateful for that and so happy. Um, I'm also taking stock a little bit and I'm going to ask for uh, your help from this podcast. We don't have a guest today. It's just me talking. Oh my gosh, Dozy um, is trying to get out of my lap. But if she gets out of my lap, then she'll make a lot of noise on the floor. So we're trying to keep her in the lap. Uh, so yes, taking stock, asking for your help with some ideas about things I've been thinking about. So, um, taking stock of my time, 
basically. Uh, I am finally in a place where I have a deadline and the work with the thriller continues. I'm getting back into that, which is great. You know, I've kind of been feeling a little bit um, stir crazy and unsure where I'm going and what I'm doing with what I'm writing. So uh, the survey says consensus is in um, for reasons that I can't go into. I must complete and work on the thriller, which is fantastic. I'm very, very excited about that. But this new deadline means that I have to change some things around and make more time for my writing and make it more of a priority. It always is a priority. I try to do more writing every week than I do anything else. So, um, and I usually succeed. However, with this deadline, I need to kind of start making some decisions. And um, I think that I have to do less coaching and editing, period. Uh, the coaching, I love, 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 love. Um, I'm never going to give it up entirely, uh, but I may have to go on hiatus for a little while uh, because it takes so much of my brain space and I give so much thought to my client's work that I kind of, I lose a little bit of steam on my own work, which is my own problem. But I, um, so I might draw back on that. If you are one of my clients right now, don't panic. I'm not going anywhere in a hurry. Uh, I will keep you apprised of everything that I'm doing. And um, that's great. I've already pulled back on the editing pretty much. That's even bigger than client coaching. Client coaching is fantastic and fun. Editing is a full... 75,000, 100,000 word manuscript in which I pour my whole brain and think about every line and it just pushes away my being able to go very deeply into my own work. So um, I, I need to pull back on those things. Continuing to teach, continuing to um, do workshops, continuing to do my Patreon, which I love. So I'm moving some energy and I would love to ask you for some ideas on my Patreon, which I love doing. If you don't support the Patreon, um, that's absolutely fine. You'd never, ever have to support my Patreon, but I would still love your help in kind of brainstorming a little bit. So let me tell you what my Patreon is. Um, every four to six weeks, sometimes more, uh, because life is busy. I'd like to get it back to more like four to six weeks. I deliver an essay. It's an essay about creativity, about how our brains work, how we reach into ourselves and pull out the heart of us to show other people in whatever ways that we do that. It's not specifically writing, but honestly, it really, really leans toward writing because I'm me. And so at the dollar level, so what I, what I would like to do is talk about maybe getting some different levels and some perks. Again, even if you do not support, will never support, I'd love to hear your info on what some perks might be that might be attracted, attractive to you or someone like you. Right now, um, what you get for at the dollar level, you get all of the essays and the full digital collection of the book when it's done. Um, and I often do a an MP3 kind of podcast version of the essay too. At the $3 level, you get texts from me, which people seem to really, really like. And I love sending like two to three times a week. I send out a mass blast of text 
encouraging you to do your creative work. But the cool thing about it is that you can respond right back to me. And then, you know, I can respond back by text. I don't get your phone number. You don't get my phone number. It's all done through a service. Uh, I have a really good time with that. Um, at the $5 level, you get access to the Q&A video, um, which is always fun to record. At the $10 level, you get a physical copy of the collection of essays when it's done. Um, I think at the $25 level, uh, I'd have to look at the thing. Um, you get a signed copy, maybe it's the $50 level, you get a signed copy of all my books whenever they come out, mailed to you. And at the top level, which only a couple people have availed themselves of, because honestly, it's a lot of money, uh, you get uh, an hour of creative coaching once a month, which just means me sitting around on Skype talking to you about you and your projects. Um, it's kind of a cheap way of doing the coaching without the editing. But I'm thinking, here's the thing, the more patrons an artist has at even the dollar level, the more stable this income is, the more you can rely on it. If you have a bunch of people at the $1 level and a couple of people drop out, it's not a big deal. Um, so I would love to get more people at that level. Uh, I'm thinking about offering a really cool sticker. Um, is this a weird thing to ask you guys? I'm just realizing that. Perhaps it is. So I'll, I'll make it brief. Um, if you have any ideas on how uh, things that you would want, that you would find a value from, and you would join the Patreon, or you would encourage a friend to if you don't want to, or whatever, um, will you drop me a line? I'd really appreciate it. I'm thinking specifically about um, perhaps a level, a tier at which I show you my writing process the nitty gritty. Like this is my, this is a first draft. This is a shitty first draft. This is what it looked like. Uh, perhaps a video um, blog that talks directly to you about how my writing went that way, that day, what I did to combat uh, writer's block or how it felt to leave the page when I was done at the end of the day, maybe a video a week, something like that. I don't know if that would be of interest to people. I have no idea, um, but it is something I'm exploring, thinking about. So I would love to hear from you. Come to howdoyouwritepodcast.com, leave a comment, or email me, rachel at rachelheron.com. Really easy way to get a hold of me. Tell me what you think is on Twitter. I'm just Rachel Heron there. Um, Facebook is also a great place. Just, you know, hire an airplane and do a, a sky cloud message over my house. Um, you will get major bonus points for that. I will think it's thrilling and jump up and down and wave. Um, so speaking of Patreon, I would like to thank uh, Christian for upping your pledge. Thank you, my dear. That is really, really, really sweet. Um, touches my heart. And Hazel and Julia Scott, who are new patrons. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you so much. Um, Patreon basically says to me that you support what I do. Uh, you are actually a patron of the arts. And I'm telling you, that little tiny bit of money makes a huge difference in my world. Um, another thing I'd like to ask you about is I want to maybe adjust some of the questions that I've been asking on this podcast for a year. They are the same questions every time. Everybody gets the same questions. Um, I, what I believe I'm going to add is I'm going to ask the people that I interview, what is the best book they've read recently 
and why, what that book means to them. And that is completely selfish because I want to read more great books, even though um, books are coming into this house like there is a plague of books loose on the street and they are coming in through the windows and, and forcing their way through the screens. There are so many books in this house, but I always want more. So I'm going to ask people that. I'd also love to know from you, what are the questions you don't care about? Um, if everybody says they don't care about the question of a, what time of day do you write because it's getting old, I'll just take that question out. Um, are there questions that you would like to have on the rotation that would mean something to you that would be interesting for you to hear? Um, I can't promise to implement them all because this is a short podcast and I like to keep it that way when I'm interviewing guests. Um, but I would love to hear that. I'd love for you to brainstorm a little bit. If you have these ideas, if you have irritation when you're driving on the freeway and listening to my voice and you know, Rachel, why don't you ask the question that I actually want to hear every week? This is your time to tell me again, hit me up any of those ways. Um, I'm imminently reachable. Uh, please tell me what you like about the show, what you don't like about the show. I have very, very thick skin. Unless you call my mama ugly, you cannot hurt my feelings. I promise you that's what um, Amazon reviews will do to you. Uh, seven years of those. Yep. Can't hurt my feelings. So tell me honestly what you think. Um, I would love to get your feedback. It would be something that would just thrill me. But overall, it is the middle of the year. I'm 45 years old in the middle of my life. And looking at this year, 2017, uh, which has been, you know, bigger than the dumpster fire. It's just been uh, crazy bad politically in, in the United States. There's just been all sorts of crap happening. But in my personal life, in this seat that I sit in and work in every day, I am so happy and so thankful that something like 16 months after leaving my day job, I am still able to do this. I'm still affording, you know, by the by the tips of my fingertips um, and trying, you know, renting the cheapest cottage ever in Cavendish when we went on this vacation uh, this last weekend with my sisters, you know, um, budgeting carefully. I can still make this budgeting carefully. I still don't have to go back and get a full-time or a part-time job yet. Um, still making it work. And like I said earlier, time really does fly. I had a, you know, when I worked 911 for 17 years, there were just these long stretches of hours and hours and hours in which nothing happened. And I was just waiting to start my life. Um, which was a dumb way to look at it because I was actually in my life. I was still writing. I was very, very much in my life. But there were these moments that just yawned in front of me because I had to stay in a chair in which I didn't want to be. I knew that my chair was in a different place and I wanted to be there all the time. Now I am in that chair all the time and I just don't get tired of it. None of the glow has rubbed off. Um, some of the excitement kind of ebbs away, you know, every time I write the words at the end, it feels amazing, but it will never feel as amazing as writing the end the first time. But the fact that I get up and do my yoga and then walk to my desk, that my commute is just feet down my small house and I end up at my desk. There's nothing better than that. The, the, it's, it never 
gets less thrilling to me. So um, I'm just happy and I'm so grateful and I'm so thankful that I get to do this. And I'm so thankful that you listen. Um, This show has a pretty good listenership. I am impressed by it. And the more you reach out to me and talk to me, the better I like it. I'm extremely active on Twitter. That's probably where I'm the most active. So come and tweet at me. I love hearing you guys. I love talking to you. The fact that you choose to spend some time with me, that you choose to spend your incredibly valuable time um, listening to my voice also makes me so, I hate that word humbled because I think we throw it around too easily, Um, but it actually does humble me. It makes me want to have a good show with great guests and something that you can derive meaning and value from. So if I can help you find that meaning and derive that value while you're spending your time with me, I want to do that. And I'm always wanting to do it better. So this is the show. I want you to reach out to me in any way and tell me all your thoughts, Patreon thoughts, show thoughts. Um, you know, should I do my hair differently? Actually, I don't care if I do my hair differently. I'm going to do my hair whatever way I want. Um, as you should, because we are autonomous human beings. Um, but, uh, anything else? Tell me anything else. I would love to hear from you. Let's make that connection. Uh, make sure that you're on my email list. I bug you about it every intermission, but there's no intermission on this show. So, um, join my mailing list. I just sent out a great one on, um, my trip to Prince Edward Island and the way I tried to track down Anne of Green Gables. And I got into one of her kind of scrapes. Um, I'm only going to tell you guys this because I'm not going to put it on the blog because I feel like people might uh, get mad at me. But so there's this place where you're walking the Anne of Green Gables walk. Actually, it's the Lucy Maud Montgomery walk where you're walking from the place, the house where she grew up in her grandparents' house. She was raised by her grandparents. And you walk the same way that she did to the old school. And then you cross a, a two lane highway um, that has no crosswalk because Canadians are very trusting that way. They understand that you will figure your way across the road safely. Um, but there is a sign that has a pedestrian person, um, crossing, you know, it's just showing the guy there's people who might be crossing here, alerting traffic of that. And we looked up and I whispered to my sister, Bethany, uh, cause my sister, Christy would not want to hear this. She doesn't like to break the law. Um, but uh, it's cause she's a good person, but to, to Bethany, I said, that person up there should probably have red pigtails. It's just the, you know, the stick guy. Um, but with red pigtails might mean more, you know, Anne Shirley's hair was red and Bethany got this wicked gleam in her eye. And she said, I have a red Sharpie in my car. Um, so we went on our merry way through the haunted woods, toured Green Gables, the house that inspired Green Gables, came back. Bethany got her Sharpie out of her car. We didn't tell Christy what we were doing, but we went back to that sign and um, I uncapped the red Sharpie and I tried to climb that damn sign to graffiti. Yes, I was going to vandalize in Canada. There's, I'm, that's, I'm probably actually going to hell for this thought, but um, I tried to climb the sign to attach those red pigtails to make it an Anne crossing. Um, Unfortunately, the sign was much taller than I thought it was, and it was a lot more slippery because it was it had actually been raining off and on that day. It was a very soft, wet day, and my shoes were slippery, and I'm trying to climb the sign, the 
pen, like seriously, the pen is just like jabbing me all over the arm. I look like I'm bleeding because I keep hitting myself with the pen and I'm leaping to try to get those pigtails drawn on. And my sister Christy is on the verge of calling the cops on us herself because we're such assholes. Um, and Bethany says, I can help. And she kneels down so that I can stand on her knee. And as I'm screaming, I'm going to hurt you because I didn't want to hurt her by standing on her. I absolutely slipped, lost my balance, fell straight down on my buttocks, smack into the mud, straddling the pole (laughs) in a ditch in Canada with the red Sharpie now drawn all over me. So I vandalized myself. Uh, So we did not vandalize the sign sadly. Well, no, it's probably good. I'm, I'm, vandalism is bad. Graffiti, don't do it. Uh, but the way that we laughed in that moment, um, while they were pulling me out of the mud was just one of the happiest moments I've had in a really, really long time. And, uh, I'm actually glad to share that with you guys because <laughs> I wanted to tell somebody, but I also, um, this is your chance to communicate with me. Like I said, if you would like to send me email about, uh, how you're going to turn me into the Royal Mounties, Royal Mounted Mounties, whatever they are. Um, the next time I enter Canada, do remember that I didn't actually draw the pigtails on the sign. I only attempted to and failed and got my immediate comeuppance, just as Anne would. And I believe that Lucy Vaughn Montgomery would have laughed herself. So I can't even remember where I was going with that tangent, but I'm glad I got to tell it. Um, yes, please communicate with me. Tell me what you would like to see from this. The The show is one year old. Let's make some changes. Let's do some different things. Um, let's keep going. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being here with me on this journey. It means absolutely the world. Um, if there's any way that I can support you in your writing process, in, in the way you approach the page and your own creativity, please let me know. Uh, please keep listening. And again, thank you. I wish you very, very, very happy writing. Thanks so much for joining me on this episode of How Do You Write? You can reach me on Twitter, Rachel Heron, or at my website, rachelheron.com. You can also support me on Patreon and get essays on living your creative life for as little as a buck an essay at patreon.com slash Rachel, spelled R-A-C-H-A-E-L. And do sign up for my free weekly newsletter of encouragement to writers at rachelheron.com slash write. Now go to your desk and create your own process. Get to writing, my friends.